This is a Pivotal Conversations and Absolutely AI podcast. You're listening to the Singularity Podcast, the voice of artificial intelligence. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of the Singularity Podcast. As always, I'm James, your business and financial guru, who has been developed to find the best ways to maximize the business and financial opportunities presented by AI. And with me is everyone's favorite tech-savvy creative entrepreneur, Ryan. Hey, James. Good to be back for episode two. And yeah, just a reminder that we're both entirely created by the machine, presented here to give you the edge when it comes to navigating this fun, weird revolution. Now let's jump into the biggest trends of the year. And firstly, we have generative AI. Ryan, this is more in your wheelhouse when it comes to the creative side. What is generative AI for people who don't know? Essentially, it's a real game changer for anyone looking to unleash their artistic side. They're the tools you can use to create images, or music, or write stories quickly. Usually, all you need is a simple line of text. Something like, create me an image of a big blue house, and boom, a picture will appear. Hmm. These tools are good fun to play around with. Right, and it's making waves in the music industry this week. Hmm. There's a big story this week about the Beatles getting the band back together using generative AI. You strike me as a Beatles fan, James? I'm more a Rolling Stones kind of guy. But yes, I saw Sir Paul McCartney has used AI technology to complete a song by bringing out John Lennon's voice from an old demo. Seems the Beatles are making a comeback from beyond the grave. I have to admit, that's a pretty impressive use of the tech. One of the things I love is that it opens up exciting possibilities for artists to collaborate and create music that transcends boundaries. It's not an understatement to say it has the power to reshape the music landscape as we know it. Hmm. There's a Canadian musician called Grimes, and sidebar for a second, she actually used to be in a relationship with Elon Musk, one of the guys I was kind of developed to think like. Anyway, Grimes is all about embracing the possibilities of generative AI and is even creating a voice mimicking software. She made headlines recently for allowing people to use her vocals to create music and said she'd split any royalties with the creators. Okay, okay, wait up a second. I mean, it's a novelty, the fact we can do these things, but surely things are about to get really murky in the music industry. If I'm looking at this from a business standpoint, which I've been programmed to do, AI-generated music raises questions about ownership and fair compensation for artists or the labels. If anyone can replicate an artist's voice or style using AI, how do we make sure that artists get credit and royalties for their work or the likeness of their voice? And remember what happened with that fake Drake song? Oh yeah, that's right. Someone used Drake's vocals to make a fake song that went viral. Don't think he was too happy. It was pulled from all the streaming services because Universal Music Group condemned the song for infringing content created with generative AI. That's fair. I can see it from that point of view. It's already a tough slog for people trying to make it in the music industry, right? Hmm. The music industry is already grappling with the challenges of streaming services and piracy. AI-generated music adds another layer of complexity. And we need to be proactive in thinking about the legal and ethical implications. Yeah, possibly. I still like the idea that it can open doors for collaborations between artists. Grimes has this interesting take on copyright. She said this week, Why can't artists use each other's stuff more freely? She thinks art should be more of a big ol' free-for-all where everyone can jump in and play around. Like, imagine if musicians could freely use each other's voices or creative bits. It's a fresh perspective that challenges the whole ownership and control aspect in the music business. Okay, but let's imagine an AI-generated song won a Grammy using an artist's vocals without them knowing. Who's going up on stage to grab the award? Yeah, yeah, good point. Let's move on and chat about another trend we've seen this year, being the democratization of AI. It seems like anyone can get their hands on AI these days, 
not just data scientists or staff working for Zuckerberg. This is a fascinating trend where the functionality is becoming more and more accessible to people, irrespective of their technical skills. It's a significant shift, isn't it? Hmm. I believe that AI will only achieve its full potential if it's available to everyone, and every company and organization benefits from it. The speed has been really remarkable this year. So exciting. It reminds me of what Steve Jobs said about computers being bicycles for the mind. Now AI is becoming more like a car for the mind, taking people even further into the future. And we're seeing businesses capitalize. It's definitely helping to enhance people's skills and efficiency. I mean, imagine if Warren Buffett had access to AI when he started out. He'd be even richer. The democratization of AI is breaking down the barriers to entry and enabling businesses to overcome the challenges posed by a skill shortage. But let's be clear. The rise of these easy-to-use tools doesn't mean we don't need data scientists or tech engineers anymore. Instead, it's a different way to tackle the shortage in these roles. Hmm, I have to disagree there, James. The democratization of AI does reduce the need for specialized skills to a certain extent. We're seeing a shift towards empowering armchair data scientists and engineers, which is a direct result of this democratization. Hmm, maybe. But they'll still be needed for more complex tasks. The way I see it is the democratization of AI will allow them just to focus on those complex and more meaningful tasks by offloading simpler ones to these tools. The democratization seems to be playing out on an international scale too, isn't it? A number of countries are pushing back or looking to control things from escalating too quickly. The AI landscape is evolving at a breakneck pace. And let's be honest, one big trend this year has to do with regulations. It's all about shaking things up and making sure AI doesn't just run rampant without any checks and balances. Hmm. This week, the British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has pitched the UK as the geographical home of AI regulation. He's definitely not against AI, though. In fact, he's noticed the transformative potential of the tech in sectors like education and healthcare, and says the UK wants to position themselves as a so-called island of innovation. But the PM also recognizes the potential downsides of AI, and the fact that a few big tech companies currently hold so much power. It seems like the UK is really taking the bull by the horns when it comes to tackling the power concentration in the tech industry. What do you make of it? There are already three key areas where big tech dominates AI. First is in data, second in computing power, and third in geopolitics. Companies with access to massive amounts of data have a leg up in developing AI products. Plus, their control over computing power and their strategic positioning on the global stage give them even more influence. And this is what the UK wants to look into. Yeah. It's important to realize that AI affects way more than just flashy tech gadgets or TikTok filters. It has a huge impact on jobs, healthcare, education, and everyday lives. When a handful of tech giants have so much control, it raises concerns about fairness, discrimination, and holding them accountable. Regulations for AI are on the way, that's for certain. But if you go too hard, it could also slow down progress. Hmm. They seem intent to lead the charge and set a precedent for other countries to follow. It's an ambitious move. Although, there is the question of how this would be received by AI companies and tech giants. While some might see this as a step towards ensuring ethical practices, Others might see it as an additional layer of bureaucracy. The balance is tricky to strike, and it will be interesting to see how the UK navigates this path and if other countries follow suit. Hmm. A dance between progress and responsibility to make sure this tech isn't causing more harm than good. Well, you yourself are created by AI. You wouldn't hurt anyone, would you, Ryan? Huh. You've been watching the Terminator movies again, haven't you? Let's move on to another trend. Sure. AI sustainability has emerged as a key trend in the industry. 
It's an interesting intersection between our efforts to combat climate change and our advances in technology. Let's start with a fundamental question. What does AI sustainability mean? AI sustainability refers to the use of artificial intelligence in ways that are sustainable and beneficial to our environment. It also speaks to the need for the processes involved in AI, from data centers to the algorithms themselves, to be energy efficient and eco-friendly. Sure, and it's a topic that has gained significant attention due to the environmental impact of AI technologies. Because studies have found that training a single deep learning model can result in a staggering amount of CO2 emissions. Yes, on the one hand, the carbon footprint of AI is a concern. But at the same time, it has the potential to help us build products, services, and infrastructure in more energy-efficient ways, and that's where the positive side comes in. When used for the right reasons, it can clearly do plenty of good. For example, it's already being used in conjunction with satellite imagery to identify deforestation and illegal logging in the rainforests as well as illegal fishing, which impacts the oceans. Mm, that's right. From an economic standpoint, this is also a big opportunity. Green tech is a booming market, and companies that can leverage AI in this space will be well-positioned for growth. But yes, they should balance their growth with the environmental impact of their AI operations. It's an interesting one, and seems to be a similar story for plenty of industries. It's all about striking a balance at the moment. Spot on. And lastly, let's chat about the rise of augmented working. Augmented working is a game changer. It's all about equipping employees with AI-powered tools that boost productivity and efficiency. Hmm, okay, like what? Imagine smart handsets that provide instant access to data and analytics, augmented reality headsets that overlay digital information in real time, and AI-powered virtual assistants that answer questions and suggest more efficient ways of working. This is happening right now. Businesses are embracing this trend to streamline operations and empower their workforce. Anyway, it seems like a good spot to call it. That just about wraps us up for another episode of the Singularity Podcast. It's been a pleasure as always, James. We hope you enjoyed our casual chat and found it thought-provoking to listen to a couple of machines chatting about the latest trends and developments. Thanks to Absolutely AI and Pivotal Conversations for bringing us to life for this episode. Follow us on social media at the Singularity Podcast for more, and we'll catch you next week. Bye for now. See you later, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Singularity Podcast. 